0: Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. Today we're going to talk about making a unit planning template. Yes, another template. Yes, kind of planning, but really I want to focus on the template part of it today. And you might start getting a little bit frustrated with me saying, Sam, templates, we get it. They're good. But my goal is that we create as many templates as possible before the school year starts so that you're not struggling through and having to give extra effort when you have a little bit less energy to give. Consider this template like a word bank on a test. It's going to give you all of the options of things that you can do, and then you just arrange them later. This is like the puzzle pieces that we will put into a beautiful picture later on. And in fact, I'm going to walk you through the different sections that I would create in a unit planning template. And then also how I walked through the unit planning template myself earlier today when I was mapping out my first unit for my freshman science class, Atomic Structure and Periodic Table. It's a good one. And as we walk through it, I just want to let you know that if you are on the email list or if you want to follow the link in the show notes, I do have a free unit planning template page that you can download and use yourself. But we're going to walk through several different things that you could add or take away from and modify to make it your own. Because while this system works for me, it might need some tweaking to work perfectly for you. And that is the goal. What we're trying to do is create all of those puzzle pieces, right? Right. So last week we went through and we decided the order of our units and we spaced them out appropriately in the school year so that we are not trying to fit too much in or stretching too much out. We've been aware of breaks and where they're going to come up to make sure that we are fitting our units appropriately around long breaks. And now we are going to take and think of all the pieces we want to include in each unit. This is going to give us that outline that we can then start just sorting information into. So the first piece of information that you want to know when you're mapping out a unit is the unit title. You might also want to include standards. Now, I will be very honest. The first time I walk through any course, I pretty much ignore the standards. Not because they're not important. They're important for what we need to do. However, when I am spending this time researching other textbooks or other people who have gone through and created curricula, and I am following their pattern so that I can create my own curriculum, well, I'm going to make sure that I'm hitting all of the things that they hit, which probably hit the standards, and it's going to also provide me with the other information that I need to support the learning that goes to meeting the standards. Of course, later on, I like to go back and double check and make sure that it's all coming together the way it should, but the first time out, unpopular opinion, it's not really a priority for me. The third piece that you're going to want to start thinking about is the topics or the sections that you're going to have in that unit. So this is another set of puzzle pieces that are going there and that is one thing that you want to make sure you have enough space for on your unit planning template because this is where you're going to start rearranging things. This is where you might start condensing things and everything needs to be clearly labeled. Whether you're color coding, whether you are numbering them, giving them a letter or a symbol, each topic is going to need some sort of identifier so that you can match things up with it later on, which will make more sense once we talk about all the other pieces. Another piece of the puzzle for our units are things that you want your students to practice. Now, we might not know yet if that's in the form of stations, a web quest, a worksheet, but we know that we want our students to practice certain things. So what skills do you want them to practice? And you'll list all of that as well on your unit plan template. And once you have all of your sections listed out, you're going to want to figure out what quizzes or tests you're going to have for that unit. You're not writing down details, but you might say quiz over section 1 and 2, quiz over section 3 and 4, and then you have the unit test. This, again, is just more pieces of the puzzle. For science specifically, and potentially for other subjects, I'm just not as well versed in those. I would also include a possible anchor phenomena on my puzzle pieces, at least help guide what is going on. If you don't feel like you're at that stage where you can add the phenomena in, then don't worry too much about it, but it is an option. Then because we are in a world of needing our kids to get up and moving around and engaging with things, what types of projects, activities, or labs you might want to include when you're going through the unit. I know for science, hands-on labs are really important, so we want to make sure that we're constantly including them as often as we can in units, but enough for our sanity to stay intact. And then the last section that I like to consider is what subplan template do I want to include in this unit so that my students are practiced on it? I've included details about my subplans before, but I use template subplans so that I can always pull them up when I'm not there and my students know exactly what's going on. For them to know what's going on, though, they do have to practice them. So whether it is my science current event, whether it is a podcast summary or scientist research page, they know the expectations of that assignment because I include them in my units and we practice them. These are the sections that I include on my unit planning template. But depending on what subject you teach, you might need to include other things. So if you teach an English class, you might also have clips to watch, or poems to read. I'm not really sure, but those are the ideas I've got right now. So consider what puzzle pieces you want to go into your units. Now, if one of your school or district's initiatives is, for example, to have more reading and writing practice within every subject across the school, then you might also need to include a section specifically for that goal saying, here's how I'm hitting this within this unit. Another thing that I like to do is include a section on what soft skill I want to teach within that unit. I have my students do presentations, do video recordings, do podcast recordings, write papers, anything I can to help them expand outside of just the science box and prepare them for skills that they are truly going to need when it comes to communicating after high school. And I might not always have a plan for that right off the bat. So I include it in its own special section so that I can make sure to find a way to work it in to something that I put in the other puzzle pieces. For now, all you really have to consider is what types of pieces are you gonna put in each and every unit? What types of things can you fill in the blank with and know that that is going to be a part of unit one, two, three, four, and so on. Now, let me walk you through how I did this earlier today with my science unit. So my unit title, Atomic structure and periodic table, super exciting, super interesting. My district has already broken down the standards that we are meeting in each of the units, so that was really easy for me to fill in. I broke my topics down into five different sections. So we're going to start with the atomic structure. We're going to go into drawing quote-unquote atoms, then individual elements on the periodic table, periodic patterns is number four, and number five is atomic variations, But here's the fun part. I don't actually need to know what order I'm going to teach those in. I just know that those are the sections. And this morning, I did get a little farther than just this step. So I know that I mix and matched and played around with different organizations of those topics. And that's not something that this unit planning template is for yet. But you do want to assign each of those different colors. And I'll tell you why. Because when you get over to all of your other pieces, like your things to practice piece, For example, I know that I need my students to practice Bohr diagrams and Lewis dot structures. I would put it right over on the side saying that that is something that my students need to practice and then I would color code it to the same color of the topic it corresponds to. When we go ahead and do a mind map of the unit, this is going to be key. This is going to help put all of the puzzles into place so we don't really have to worry about how the plan comes together later on. Now for testing quizzes and my school, we do weekly quizzes on Fridays. So it's whatever we learned about that week, you have an open note quiz over that Friday. That makes it a little tough to, for me to be able to say over topic one and two, over topic three, whatever it might be. So instead under quizzes and tests, I just put quiz one, two, three, and four, and then the unit test. I could add a quiz five in if I think it's going to take five weeks. We'll get to that in the next step. And then projects and activities. For me, I know that I have three hands-on activities that I like to do for this unit, and they vary based off the different topics that I have. And then there's a project that we do as well. So I would, again, try to color code those to the topic that they fit under. And then my sub-templates to practice. I have a couple that I want my students to get familiar with earlier in the year so that I can use them as soon as I need to. So I would put those down here and I can assign them to a topic, but because I use templates for my sub plans, I could also just use them as a filler on a short day or as soon as kids finish a quiz, they can get started on one on their own. So I might not assign those to a topic yet, but I know that they are there as pieces of the puzzle. I would love to know what other categories you try to fit into your units so that I can create a master list for everybody to look off of and see what they might want to include in their templates. If you could, send me an email at hello at engineerediseducation.com or a DM over at engineerediseducation on Instagram. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Before we go, I do have a couple things that I want to mention. Coming up, I will be referencing my unit planning kit a lot. This is actually one of the favorite things I've ever created, and I'll link it in the show notes if you're interested. It is not required to be able to complete the next steps in this unit planning series that we have, but it is something that streamlines so much of my work for me. And I've already had people reaching out because in the beginning of it, I do include a year-long breakdown where you can map out what you think your units are going to look like, But then also it's going to auto-populate so many different pages for you. And it is updated every single year. And so if you want to look into that, I'm getting the updates ready for you as we speak. The other thing is if you are a new teacher, I do have a collection of some of the things I wish I had when I was a first-year teacher. In fact, I remember finding out about Teachers Pay Teachers and literally searching first-year teacher toolkit, first-year teacher help new science teacher. I had no clue what was going on. And I have a collection of different things ready for you if you're interested. I'll include links to all of this in the show notes, but it's really there to help streamline your year. And if you have any questions about any of it, feel free to reach out. We're going to continue this series next Tuesday. And in the meantime, on Friday, I'm going to walk you through my first week of school activities. We're talking about a lot of our actual content units right now but I know the first week of school is creeping up on some people. I'm going to give you a list of ideas of things that you can do and probably should do in your first week of school. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at Engineer Does Education so we can build a simple system together.